0: Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked Podcast. I am back with Peggy Ployer, And this is such an important topic that we're talking about this week because I think so many of us have some sort of specialized learning need um, in at least one of our kids, maybe multiple kids or maybe us ourselves. And so th- this is such good information and just great encouragement that that many, many of us need. Um, Peggy, thank you for joining us again this week. Before we roll into this, I want to thank our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great math curriculum, check them out, ctcmath.com. You can try them out for free. Um, Go on their website, ctcmath.com, and uh, see if it might be a good fit for your family. Peggy, thank you for coming back with me again today. I want to talk about curriculum. We talked a little bit about curriculum when it comes to uh, dealing with our children who have special needs. But I want to dig a little bit deeper into that and talk about what some of the good options are. You know, you talked Mm -hmm. about when you first started, there were really none. I mean, you didn't have any books to go off of. You didn't, we we didn't have the world of Charlotte Mason and classical and eclectic Mm -hmm. and unschooling and all the things that we now surround ourselves with as homeschoolers. Um, And I think it's, there's some benefit to having a lot of options today, but I think that can also be very overwhelming for your typical homeschooler and especially overwhelming maybe for the homeschooler who has a child who has specialized learning needs. Mm -hmm. So how, how should that parent get started with trying to find the right curriculum that would best fit their child? Where do they find it? You know, Mm -hmm. what programs should they look for? Give us all the good information on that. Okay.
1: So, yeah. So a lot of times, you know, parents will come to us at at conferences and and my team goes, what do I do with this? Because they always give us their diagnosis of their child and say, Uh okay, what's the curriculum for that? And I was like, there is no curriculum (laughs) created for a diagnosis because even one child on the spectrum is different from another child on the spectrum. And so, so please, please, don't go by your child's diagnoses. <laughs> um, but there is a wealth of curriculum and some of it's going to work and some of it's not. And if you look at the comments just in our the homeschool community within SPED Homeschool, you'll hear parents you know, doing unschooling, Charlotte Mason, everything you mentioned works. Yeah. But here's the caveat, different things work for different families. Yeah. And it has to do with your personality as a teacher it has to do with the schedule of your family. and and a lot of times, there's a lot of things going on. There's medical needs, there's um, there's things that you know parents are working and all the other things that typical homeschooling families deal with, us with learners that are different, we deal with them too. But then we have to take into account, you know how much time are we spending on therapy? what what is our priorities? So a lot of these things we have to weigh, in with that. And so we always tell parents to find a curriculum that's flexible because that is going to be what makes it work. Mm-hmm. Is and so when we review curriculum and we we have reviews on our YouTube channel and on our website, we have a review crew actually um, that that handles curriculum, tries it out with with their kids, looks at it um, from that perspective. And really does look, is it flexible enough to change it? And I've even told when I spoke at the Homeschool Trade Association a couple of years ago, two curriculum developers, I told them, you need to give parents more options on how to use your curriculum Mm. instead of just a standard one way, because they may not use it just for one year. They may use it for two or three years Um, and be okay with that. Don't say I've got to shove all this in in one year because this is what the curriculum says. No, Right. And so, um, so just learning to to be the one that, in the driver's seat, try yeah. things out. You know, a lot of these curriculums have free samples, just like you were talking about CDC math, try them out, yes. see if they work with your kids. Some kids that love computers don't learn well on computers and mm-hmm. you won't learn it until you try it. Right. Right. Do you recommend
0: um, parents to go? I mean, I always recommend for parents to go to homeschool conventions, but do you recommend for these parents? Specifically, to go to a homeschool convention and try out different—you know, I, I, not try them out there, but you know, get their hands on different curricula that might work for their families.
1: Somewhat, there there aren't always a good selection of curriculums that are really flexible that go to conferences, mm-hmm. and that's why we do offer those reviews on our our website and our okay. YouTube channel, just because um, we tend to pull from some curriculums that we're selling to private and public schools. Mm -hmm. And they know that there's a market in the homeschool base as well. So they wouldn't particularly go to the homeschool conferences, but some of them do. Um, Also just the care options. If you have a child um, with more severe needs, conferences are sometimes usually difficult to attend anyways. So, so, So yeah, so there, I mean, if you can there there are options there when if if we're at the conference what we do if you come to our table is we will star every single table you should visit that has oh. curriculum that's flexible so that's something that we offer and actually when if there's an app at the conference we will highlight every single one of our partners that's at that conference okay so so yeah that's that's what we do yeah that's that's
0: fantastic so you actually have a team that reviews different curriculum Mm-hmm. for, and and I'm assuming they use it for their families or for families that they're working with. Right. And then just kind of, I, I'm, I've not been on that, but is it kind of like <laughs> a movie review where you, do you rate it and, and you kind of we describe do. what we, it is? We have how, a written
1: review. Okay. We have a video review review, and then we also do unboxings, but it depends on what level our partners pick when they, they support our nonprofits mm-hmm. as to the type of review that we do. And we also okay. give them feedback too that's helpful to them. in their products.
0: Okay, okay, Mm -hmm. that's really exciting. That's a really good resource for people to be able to use. Is your YouTube channel, is it Sped Homeschool? Yep, you just search Sped Mm Homeschool. Okay, okay, we'll put those links in the show notes. Let's take a quick break, we'll be right back. As we try to impart a biblical worldview in our children and equip them to be salt and light in an increasingly secular culture, we need tools to explain how the scriptures mold our view of every subject we teach, We need homeschool curriculum that shows how the Lord rules over everything we learn while stretching our children to follow Him wherever He leads. Learn how BJU Press Homeschool has served thousands of Christian homeschool families just like yours by visiting BJUPressHomeschool.com. Parents everywhere are waking up to the fact that God is calling them to teach their children His Word. BibleQuest gives you a plan and resources to do just that using the incredibly effective classical model. Help your students memorize biblical information through games and scripture memory songs. Build their understanding with easy-to-use Bible discussions. Mentor them to wise doers and sharers of the Word. Biblical knowledge, understanding, and wisdom for a lifetime. Try four weeks free at BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked, R-O-C-K-E-D. That's BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked, R-O-C-K-E-D. We are back with Peggy. You mentioned when we were talking about curriculum therapy, and I know that there are different kinds of therapy options for kids who have specialized learning needs. Um, talk a little bit about that.
1: Okay. So, a lot of parents feel very intimidated because they see therapists as professionals. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I need to f- seek out somebody who is a professional so that my child can get therapy services. <laughs> right. Um, so, yes. And no, Um, I would really say pray about it. You don't need therapy on an ongoing basis most of the time. Sometimes you need a therapist to come alongside you when your child is at a stopping point, just to maybe help you to figure out what exactly are we dealing with. Mm -hmm. Um, And then um, there are different kinds of therapists, of course. There's occupational therapists, physical therapists, speech therapists. Um, There's also what we call an educational therapist. And educational therapists are kind of trained more to help students with their their learning needs, but they also are usually trained to train a parent to help their child with that. So if you want to take on some of that... um, that, that load and you feel like, well, I can kind of do this. Maybe I see what these therapists do with them. I want to try it myself. Um, you can, can work with an educational therapist um, or even on our website, we have links to free sites written by professional therapists that are written in verbiage and language so that parents can actually use their resources. Cause a lot of times, a lot of these like OTs, PTs, um, SLPs, they, they write for other therapists to use, but there are a few select ones that actually write them for parents. And so we love pointing parents to those resources because they're free. Yeah. And, and you, you are equipped to do this. And the more that you continually do these therapy services in your home on a regular basis versus taking your child once a week to therapy, actually they're more effective yeah. because your child is constantly being reminded of these different things that they need to work on and instead of just once a week, get for an hour.
0: Yeah. It's so interesting that we live in the world that we live in because it used to be where you didn't have any. Well, it used to be you didn't have any options for therapy. Mm -hmm. And then it was where you had only the options for the professionals to be able to help with therapy. But now, you know, you, you are able to offer some resources to parents. And there are resources, I would imagine, even on YouTube, like you guys have a YouTube channel. I don't know how much you do with therapy there.
1: Yes. I interview a lot of different experts. That's what's my broadcast every week because we focus on a different topic every month. And I've interviewed a lot of therapists on there and they go into specifics on Mm. how to help your children with speech issues, handwriting issues, you know, a plethora of things, sensory issues. We've covered it all. Um, And so, so yes, there's, there's so many good resources there, you know, just do a search. But, yeah. um, but, you know, I, I want to also attack this this thing that parents say, but the school, the school set up to do such a good job. And I want to warn you, if you think that, okay, well, I'm going to use this free service that the school offers. Here is why we really recommend against it, is because school therapists are, their therapy focus is to make sure that your child can function at the same level as all of their peers in the classroom. Mm. That is their goal. Their goal is not that your child will be successful, Right. that they, they will Im- keep improving in their therapy goals. No, when they get to that standard level, then we're done with them. And we're not going to talk to you, mom or dad, either, because they're not trained to do that. They only see your child, and then they push them out the door again. I'm going to share a quick little story because this this really um, gets to this point. I had a mom call me and say, my son's been doing occupational therapy at the the public school, and they said he just graduated. Um, But he has so many more occupational therapy needs. And I said, well, what is he doing right now? And she said, well, they were training him how to get on and off a bus because... Well, of course, kids need to take a bus to school. But the problem was he never took the bus to the school. His mom drove him there. Oh, my. And did I, you know, to the occupational therapy, he then learned how to get on and off a bus, and then she drove him home. Yeah. And I said, well, what else does he do that that may be helpful with his, you know, body movement? Because that's what occupational therapy... She goes, well, he does Taekwondo every week. And I said, that's your occupational therapy. Right. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, so think about... What what are my end goals with my child? Not just that we need therapy so that it looks like it should look in the school. Mm-hmm. Your goal is to develop your child into a productive citizen mm-hmm. in the world we live in that and to live out God's goal for their life. Yeah. Um, pursue that. Don't pursue a therapeutic standard.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So you talked about different types of
0: therapies and there's occupational therapy, there's physical therapy, there's speech therapy. You said educational therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, can you, you, you broke down educational therapy. Can you break down a little bit the rest that the other types of therapies that there are? And then how, how do we know if we don't have somebody to tell us, how do we know which types of therapy our child might be in need of?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you can always go to a diagnostician or, um, uh, a psychologist or educational psychologist that can give a, a more, um, advanced diagnosis and they can actually break those down for you. Um, those tests are quite expensive. I will just warn you ahead of time, but if it's something that you really feel like this is going to help my teaching, it is worth the investment. Okay. Um, and it is an investment. Um, physical therapy is basically the movement of the body muscles, you know, and, and just, Usually for kids who have limited mobility, a lot of times a physical therapist, and you see a lot of elderly doing physical therapy or after mm-hmm. surgeries. Yeah. Um, so, so that's the types of things, just stretching, especially if a child's in a wheelchair. Those, those are things. But again, you can do these stretches at home. My yeah, parents right. did this with my siblings. I know this. Um, but occupational therapy is, it can get down to handwriting. Um, you know, pencil grip. Um, it has more to do with the mechanics of how you function and just your body functions with, with different um, environments. Okay. Um, speech therapy, of course, is speech, but it, it is also has to do with everything that with verbalization with the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, some speech therapists also get into using the, um, the, the devices for communication if a, a child is nonverbal. And so learning how to use those communication devices sometimes is, is their area too. And then we have like sensory therapists. Um, A lot of times they, they are also physical therapists, but they help kids on the spectrum who have sensory issues and do sensory integration. Um, And so there's, there's a variety of of different things. And so,
0: yeah. It's so interesting. Um, My, my girls have not needed, you know, any serious therapy for anything, but uh, Lacey, my youngest, when she was little, she could not pronounce her R's. She could mm. not say any word with the letter R and be able to pronounce it properly. And so, like her sister's name is Brooklyn, and so she couldn't oh, say hard. Brooklyn; yeah. <laughs> it was Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, I my my best friend's mom is a speech therapist. She has been for many years, and so I remember we did a Zoom call because she mm-hmm. lived, you know, uh, several hours away from me. And she said, "Let's mm-hmm. do a Zoom call. I just want to." just observe her and do some, you know, just quick little, um, you know, uh, exercises with her and see where she's at. And she was, Mm -hmm. I think Lacey was five at the time when we did this. And I was getting so nervous because I thought, oh no, what if she never learns how to pronounce her R's? Mm -hmm. And so she did these exercises with her and it was the funniest thing. She said seven and a half at seven and a half years old, she'll have her R's. And I was like, seven and a half. I mean, that's so specific. Like, Uh how do you know seven and a half? She said, trust me, by seven and a half, she'll have her R's. If she doesn't, then you might want to consider speech therapy, you know, so that she doesn't grow up, you know, to be an adult who can't pronounce her R's. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'm not kidding you. It was like seven and a half to the day, almost. (laughs) I mean, all of a sudden, one day she was pronouncing all of her words with the letter R properly, and I I realized it I, It had maybe been a couple of days that she had been doing it, but I, I realized it one day and I'm counting the months and I was like, she's seven and a half years old. I mean, it was so oh. just astounding to me that she could, that she knew. And so it's neat because these therapists often, oftentimes they know, especially if they're very experienced, like mm-hmm. my friend's mom, um, right. they really do know exactly where these kids are and how to get them to where they need to be. Mm-hmm but it seems that you would need to find a therapist that would work really well hand in hand with mom and dad to be able to provide. And like you're saying, that's why you don't want to stick them in a public school system and just say, here, have Adam and let the system decide what's best for your child. Because you Mm -hmm. as the parent, you know what's best for them. You just might not know how to get there.
1: Right. Yeah. And that's why using a therapist for a short period of time You know, not, you don't think that, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to pay for these services for years. No, you can pay for one or two sessions, get what you need out of it. And if you feel like it's a good investment, then yes, you can continue, but you are not Married to this therapist, you don't have to continue to use them, (laughs) right? And if
0: you have a therapist who's maybe not a good fit for your child or for you, exactly, I'm sure there are other options to Mm -hmm. find one that is a better. I think oftentimes as parents, we tend to think, "Oh, this is what my only option is," and so I'm just going to go with Mm -hmm. this one, and we we forget to remember Mm -hmm. that there are other options. There are other people who do the same thing who might be a better Mm -hmm. fit, or you know, just um, be able to relate to your child. Yeah, a little bit better exactly. um, than this other person. So, um, okay, we are going to be back tomorrow because I want to talk about a few more things. Um, we, we had mentioned finding your tribe, finding your community and those people who can mm-hmm. come around you. But the other thing I want to talk about is um, how do we figure out when our kids are on the spectrum? Because I know that... If a lot of parents who listen to this have really little kids and maybe their mm-hmm. child is very young and they just see some kind of quirkiness in them, they see something mm-hmm. that they're like, I'm not sure. It seems like something might be a little bit off, Yeah. but they don't know where to, where to go even to mm-hmm. figure out. So I want to talk about that as well. Um, thank you, Peggy, for joining me again today. Um, thank you You're guys awesome. for listening. If you've not yet watched the movie Schoolhouse Rock to the Homeschool Revolution, Go to the website, schoolhouserocked.com. You can get all the information there that you need. Invite some friends over to your house, have a watch party and watch this movie. It is so encouraging. We keep getting responses from people. I mean, it's it's almost daily that we hear from people saying how much this movie is impacting them. We saw a post um, the other day and and one of the ladies said that every time she watched it, whenever she heard that she could do it, um, it would bring her to tears. And I just thought that's, that's exactly what we want. We want parents to understand That they can do this homeschooling thing whatever child god has given you you can do this parents god has given you every single thing you need in order to accomplish what he's called you to and it doesn't matter who your child is it doesn't matter who you are god is enough he is the god of the universe and he's going to give you what you need so take courage be encouraged by the movie be encouraged by this podcast and join us again tomorrow for more encouragement from Peggy Ployer, SPED Homeschool is her website. We will put that in the show notes so that you guys can go and find out all the great information that she and her team have worked so hard um, to bring to parents um, who just need these resources. So thanks, Peggy. And thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow. See you then. Bye.